You're listening to Cards to the Moon, a podcast about trading cards from both a collector and investor perspective. We hope you'll stick around for the ride as we take a deep dive into the state of the hobby, share some hot takes, hopefully some useful advice and fun stories along the way. Hey all, welcome back to Cards to the Moon. This is your Friday edition, which drops every other week, while our regular Tuesday episodes come every single week, but glad to have you join us today. My name is Clark from 5 Card Guys on Instagram and 5cardguys.com. Today I'm flying solo. It's been a busy week for my co-hosts, Hyung and John, but they won't be gone long, so not to worry. For today's pod, off the top, first things first, we... We talk a lot of baseball and baseball cards here on this podcast, so I got to give kudos and offer congratulations to the Texas Rangers, who are your 2023 World Series champions. Couldn't believe that this was actually the first World Series the Rangers won since being part of the MLB in 1972. But what a playoff run for that squad. And I just want to specifically shout out Corey Seager, who was the World Series MVP. I think I saw a tweet where it said Seager is only the second position player to win the World Series MVP twice, joining none other than Mr. October himself, Reggie Jackson. His postseason stats are pretty ridiculous if you if you check them out. He he hit 318 with six doubles, six homers, 15 walks, and 12 RBIs in just 17 games. That's pretty impressive. I was curious to see how his rookie card values are doing after winning the World Series, and I saw one of his 2012 Bowman Chrome Blue Refractor autograph rookie cards that sold, I believe, on the night they won the World Series, so yesterday as of this recording. And if you haven't seen it, it's a beautiful card. If you remember, he was an LA Dodger before joining the Rangers, so that card is actually a color match, which you guys know I love. And it was graded a BGS 9.5, and it sold for $1,159. Now I had to do an Instagram reel on this card because I know there are a few of you out there who say I don't do enough reels of cards that go up in price. So I did one for this card and about this time last year, you could have gotten it for just $300 to $400. So a nice increase there. Anyway, congrats again, and I hope the Rangers fans are enjoying this moment You know, I still remember when the Toronto Blue Jays won back-to-back in 1992 and 93, like it was yesterday, celebrating with my dad, giving each other high fives, jumping up and down on the couch. It was a great time, but it was a long time ago, and yes, for the past now 30 years, yeah, let's let's, um, not talk about it. All right, for the rest of this episode, I wanted to provide an update on our fantasy sports card draft. If you're a loyal listener, you know back in May of this year, Hyung John and I decided to do a draft where each of us drafted five players from a list of 15 top athletes across different sports, who are also pretty big names in the hobby. And I'll mention who they are in just a sec. But the way to win this fantasy sports card draft is that we first calculated the value of our respective team that we drafted by adding up the index value of each player using the card ladder player index starting from June when we started this league. And then we would take the player index value of the last day of each month and then saw if our overall team value increased or decreased. And whoever by the end of this year has the team that gained the most in value 
or as you're going to see, lost the least amount of value, that will determine the winner. And the three of us agreed the prize would be a hobby box from each person to the winner. Okay, so I think it'll make more sense once I get into the details. And since we didn't actually update the standings at the end of September, for this podcast episode, I'll go over the updated standings for September and October. And along the way, hopefully we can gain some insight into what's happening with some of these players and their respective cards. All right, let's just get into it now, starting with John, who had the first pick. His team is comprised of, in order of his draft picks, Jackie Robinson, Tiger Woods, Patrick Mahomes, Luka Doncic, and LeBron James. Now, the reoccurring storyline for John here is that LeBron James cards continue to weigh his team down with his player index value down about 15% from June to September. You know, we figure that some of his big cards that make up his index value, like the Topps Chrome Refractors, have all seen major corrections. And I'm not sure we've seen the bottom for those cards specifically yet. His 2003 Topps Chrome Gold Refractor, BGS 9.5, just sold for $160,000 in October. And at the peak, that card sold for $900,000 back in January 2022. More recent comps show that it sold for $204,000 in March of this year. So obviously a downward trend there. The other player on this team that saw a big drop somewhat surprisingly is Jackie Robinson, which when we started this league was in the positive, I believe. But at the end of September, again starting from June, Jackie Robinson lost about 15% as well. And you'll see later, this seems to be a more recent trend where other vintage cards have seen big corrections. That's a little troubling for my team because I drafted guys like Mickey Mantle and Babe Ruth thinking initially that vintage cards were more stable and the name of the game for this draft, in these market conditions especially, would be to lose the least amount of value. But we'll get to my team in just a bit. Back to John's team. The only highlight really is Patrick Mahomes, who saw his player index value actually increase by 1.48%. I think that's what John was hoping for with the beginning of the NFL season. Now, is it enough to get his overall team value up by the end of this year to win the league? We'll have to see. But if you compare how he did by the end of August, when his team lost about 13% in value overall, John's team is trending upward now, losing 9% by the end of September. Okay, let's go on to my team now. And in the order of who I drafted, I picked Mickey Mantle, Babe Ruth, who I just both mentioned. And rounding out the team is Shohei Otani, Michael Jordan, and Kobe Bryant. My fellow co-hosts aren't here to make any snide remarks about how there's still a lot of season to play. Well, we're down to two months left now, but, you know, I've been in first place since the league started in June, FYI. But honestly, I, I did get a huge lucky break by drafting, you know who, Shohei Otani, who has been carrying my team on his shoulders. His card index value by the end of September is up 35%. Crazy. And surprisingly, two other players on my team have also been relatively stable and even shown some slight positive gains. And they are MJ and Kobe, up 4 
and 5% respectively. Now, I would be absolutely dominating now if my original strategy of drafting my vintage card players early to establish a stable foundation worked. But just like Jackie Robinson card values that we talked about for John's team, Mickey Mantle's card value index fell 16% and Babe Ruth is down 9%. And again, that's from June to September. So that pretty much negates all of my gains for my other players. And by the end of September, my team increased in value by 0.83%. So for context, in August, I was up 1.72%. So yeah, I'm also trending the wrong way. To me, I think it'll be interesting to see how the vintage card market does in the coming year, whether now both the low-grade and high-grade cards continue to decrease in value and for how long. All right, so that puts me still in first. John is in second. And Hyung is still in third, although from August to September, he's made some significant ground, almost catching up to John's team. And you'll see why when you see his team. He drafted Lionel Messi, Mike Trout, Stephen Curry, Tom Brady, and Wayne Gretzky. So when we did a quick update in one of our podcast episodes a couple months ago, Lionel Messi just began playing for Miami FC, and that boosted his card value index significantly as expected. By September, he was up about 22%. The rest of Young's team wasn't faring as well, but there was one more player who made a jump in September, and that was Stephen Curry, possibly coinciding with the start of the NBA season. His value went from negative to positive, actually, with his index value up 2%. But Hyung's big problem, or I should say problems, on his team is Mike Trout, who was down 16% by the end of September. And unfortunately, with the baseball season over, I don't know if we can expect an upswing anytime soon for his cards until possibly next spring. And then, somewhat surprisingly, Tom Brady is still very much in the negative at minus 23%. Again, it could be for the same reason as the LeBron player index value with some of his more iconic cards seeing major, major corrections in recent sales, like his playoff contenders rookie ticket cards. So Hyung, he finished off September down 9.26%. Okay, let's go to our latest update with October just coming to an end. And this won't take as long since it's more of a continuation from September, as you'll see. But I will note that this is the first month my team is in the negative. All right. So I'll start with my team first. The trend for the vintage players continues with Mickey Mantle and Babe Ruth still down 14 and 10% respectively from June to October. Shohei, he's still carrying my team with his card index value up. 32.64%. And MJ and Kobe has come down a bit from September, but they are still both in the positive. MJ's at plus 0.7%, and Kobe is up 2.3%. Overall, that makes my team down minus 0.57%. So still good enough to be in first place with two months left to play. Fingers crossed for me. Now in second, it was really close actually between John and Hyung after the end of September. If you recall, John was down minus 8.71% and Hyung was down minus 9.26%. So if you round, they're both down 9% together. But unfortunately for both, 
their teams have lost more in value as well at the end of October. And unfortunately for Hyung, he lost more than John this past month, keeping John in second place. LeBron continues to get revenge on John, who we know he isn't the biggest fan of if you listen to our podcast. He's down minus 19.7%. Again, his big cards are correcting, and we all know LeBron is a very polarizing player as well. So that might come into play indirectly. Now, surprisingly, Luka cards are also down significantly, dropping 18.1% from June to October. Actually, thinking about it, maybe it's not that surprising. You know, I mentioned on the show before I sold my Silver Prism rookie card PSA 10 this year for 50% of what I bought it for. So definitely some of his key cards are showing major correction as well. On a side note, I just picked up this week his Contenders Optic Blue Parallel Rookie Auto card, number 299, graded BGS 9.5. But unfortunately for John, that card is also down about a third of its peak value from a couple of years ago. But on the flip side, there's potential good buying opportunities for players you really like. All right, the rest of John's team is also in the negative with Jackie Robinson down 14.61%. Tiger Woods is also down minus 17%. Maybe that's worth doing an episode in the future on golf cards in general, uh, just seeing how that market has cooled as well. And Mahomes, who was positive in September, he's back down a bit to minus 3.11%. So overall, John's team is down minus 13.68%. And last but not least, Hyung's team. He's still got Lionel Messi, who's still in the positive, but possibly due to his more recent injuries where he's missed a few games and the hype dying down as well since moving to play for Miami FC, his card value index went from being up 22% in September to 6.72% by the end of October. So it'll be interesting to see how his card value index does for the rest of the year. And we mentioned on Hyung's team, Steph Curry, he was up 2% in September. Well, he's down a bit to back in the negatives at minus 0.4%. As we mentioned earlier as well, Hyung's team is still weighed down by Mike Trout and Tom Brady, whose card value index is minus 30% and minus 26% respectively. And we didn't talk about this player before, but Hyung also has Wayne Gretzky, who was the last pick in this draft. And we joke he would never be the last pick in any draft except for this one we have here. But his card value index is down minus 6.8%. And that brings Hyung's overall team down minus 16.67%. So there you go. Overall, yes, the bigger picture is that this seems to indicate the sports card market, even for GOAT players, is a little choppy at best. And things are definitely correcting. But as I said on the show before, this for me is grail hunting season. You know, I love my Luka Doncic purchase this past week. That card actually sold for $18,000 during the hobby hype two years ago. And I would have never imagined owning one at that price. But now I got one because it's in my price range now. So that's awesome. All right. I hope you enjoyed this Friday episode. We appreciate you guys tuning in week after week. And we'll be back a brand new regular episode on Tuesday. See you then. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Cards to the Moon. 
We'd really appreciate you subscribing to our podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can also connect with each of us on Instagram at Five Card Guys, or you can follow Hyung at Integrity Sports Cards, or John at Trade You at Recess. You can also check us out at fivecardguys.com. Thanks again, and hope to connect soon.